Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The United States of America is the most successful nation the world has ever known. I think that's largely because we're the freest nation. Humans cannot reach their potential, cannot realize their dreams unless they're free. If prosperity were easy, everybody around the world would be prosperous. If freedom were easy, everybody around the world would be free. If security were easy, everybody around the world would be secure. They are not. None of this is going to be easy. But this is the United States of America. It takes an extraordinary effort. It takes extraordinary commitment. It takes extraordinary strength. The Valley Forge wasn't easy. Going to the moon wasn't easy. Settling the West wasn't easy. We are the American people. We have seen difficulties before, and we always overcome them. This is about rolling up our sleeves. We might have some differences, but at Americans putting our head down and getting it done. Ladies and gentlemen, you can make this one of those um, breaking news type of uh, um, shows, but that, but that's where we're going to go. Just found out information. Uh, President Trump uh, spoke to many people on Truth Social to let them know that uh, DOJ, oh, I guess, is imminent. Well, they want him to travel. We'll get into the specifics of it. But, um, they want to. It looks like they're going to indict. It looks like they're going to arrest him. And it looks like that they're going to indict him. They want him uh, at the the grand jury. They want him at the grand jury. I guess here in D.C. I, I, I don't. I guess. I guess we'll find out about that too. Um, let Let me introduce the uh, Godfather Conservative Radio, Mr. Hutch Bailey Jr. Hello, everybody. This is uh, historic in nature. What's going on? It's something that's. Uh unprecedented in American history that's going to change the course of the country forever. And also let me introduce Mr. Jason Robinson. Hey, 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 top of the morning, everybody. Uh, make sure you take a sec to uh, like, comment, and share the show. We appreciate it. Wild times. Yeah. Um, 
Y'all saw it. Y'all, y'all, you, um, uh, I know it's still sort of new, but let me, let me get this right. I had to go and change the topic of the show. So, um, because this is new, this is, this is new. This is, I guess, I guess when you're 40 points up or 50 points up and everything that they have tried to do won't work, they've got to go. They're going for the jugular. They're going for, they're going for jail. Yeah, this is it. Pre-trial confinement. That's where they're going to go. Yeah, this is it. I mean, (laughs) they don't want them on the trail. They don't want them out there. Nope. Uh, And you know, the sad part about it is, as I'm going through this this morning, Mm-hmm. The Republicans are all in. Yeah. There's so many Democrat or, uh, Republican senators right now talking about getting out of the Republican Party. John Cornyn, John Thune, uh, Mitt Romney, Murkowski, Young. There's a bunch of them that are saying this populism stuff's got to go. This is this is an onslaught. The government's falling apart. Mm-hmm. Is what I think it is, and I. I got to be honest. I can't tell you what my future is going to be if they lock this guy up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because they're coming after us next. Exactly right. I mean, I've seen it. I've seen it uh, many times. Well, I've seen it on the on the social media things this morning, and it's like y'all need to realize this. There, <laughs> I mean, honestly, this is a gangster move. You know. Yep. You know how we talk about gangster moves and and, and 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 usually we attribute that to Donald Trump. This is a gangster move because once you go after Al Capone or, you know, I was talking about Al Capone earlier in the chat. But once you right. go after the top dog, the Republican Party is not built like Al-Qaeda. Sorry. They're not. Should be. Could, could have been. And what I mean by that is if you remove the top, you have somebody that's just as strong that's going to jump right in there and keep everything moving. That's the only way that I'm talking about the Republican Party built like Al-Qaeda. That's it. But the Republican Party isn't built like Al-Qaeda. The, the, the Republican Party is built like the French. Period. Okay? So, I mean, you scare a couple, they run away. They run into the forest. They throw it on the arm. Actually, they're built like uh, Saddam's army. Uh, they just, they just drop, they just drop their um, uh, weapons and stuff and and give up. That's Republican Party of today. And Jay, before anybody says anything, because I saw that they've already gone to Margie Taylor Green. I don't want to hear from Margie Taylor Green. I don't. And I'll tell you why. Because you, because you've already sided with the guy that also was responsible for um, that was re- responsible for what happened on January 6th. And what I'm talking about is going through with uh, um, the votes and stuff like that. He turned his back on MAGA. I'm talking about McCarthy. Turned his back on uh, uh, MAGA. Turned his back on President Trump. You decided that you that that's your avenue. Now all of a sudden, dude, uh, Jack Smith is a bitch. You know, I I don't want to hear that from you, right? I don't want to hear it. I, I mean, because but right now you're looking. Where's the camera? Where's the camera? Hey, I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear nothing from Marjorie Taylor Greene. Give me, give me somebody that has been Donald Trump from 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 day one. Give me somebody that's been standing 
in the gap. Give me somebody that's been right. Hell yeah, give me Tuberville because Tuberville is one of those good old boys. He he got some of those pretty good. Hell yeah, you gotta you know what we gotta do? We gotta get together because that because that dog ain't gonna hunt with that. You you know, I was gonna say. Like, there's a lot to unpack there. For those who didn't see, President Trump announced that Jack Smith notified him that he's going to be charged for January 6th. I'm guessing it'll be charged in Washington, D.C., which is bad. It's 93% Democrat, and they have virtually 100% conviction rate for Republicans. Okay. Yep. Um, you know, we were speculating in our group text earlier, like, the New York charges are crap. They're just accounting things. He'll pay a fine. I think the documents thing is a lot of sound and fury, but doesn't turn into anything. But both those and both that activity was designed to taint a jury pool. So everybody thought, oh, Trump's got 75 charges or whatever Mm -hmm. the number's up to and to intimidate other witnesses. So, you know, as folks come out and they're like, no, 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 he didn't do anything wrong. We don't want to participate where they're going to come after him and and this uh, January 6th one's interesting because I think it's the only one of the cases that would actually, if he's being charged with insurrection, that is the only thing that would prevent him from running for president. And that would be the only charge that could make it realistic where they would confine him before anything happened. I mean, really, like, it, it's it's a pretty pretty big charge. And I don't... If it wasn't in D.C., it would be really hard to keep. Um, you sure it's in D.C. and not Florida? It could be in Florida. I heard it was in D.C. We I heard it was in D.C. too. Yeah, I mean because because the way they moved Trump, the whole they moved the whole case. That was that's the document one. That's the document. But he's going to use this. That's going to be interesting to see. I don't know. It, it's something that the thing that that needs to be stressed the most is if this is allowed to happen, if we just stand by and let these phony people do this, it's the end of law and order. He didn't do any of this. This is all fiction, 100% fiction. He did not commit any crimes. Right. And if he did, they were processed by mistake crimes, not not sedition, for Christ's sake. There was no insurrection. Insurrection includes weapons. It says here, um, it says here, deranged Jack Smith, the prosecutor with Joe Biden's DOJ, sent a a letter again. It was Sunday night stating that I am the target of the January 6th grand jury investigation and given me a very short four days to report to the grand jury, which almost always means an arrest and indictment. But Smith knows this case is small potatoes compared to what he's about to inflict on Trump and several associates for January 6th. It's very likely Smith will use the classified documents prosecution as leverage to seek pretrial detention for Trump when the special counsel indicts Trump for several J6 related offenses, which could include seditious conspiracy. They're going to lock the guy up, man. They're throwing all the marbles out. Well, that's the thing. Those other charges were just to snowball effect onto this one. Yeah, we so talked about say, that extensively, right? Yeah. And and actually, um, you go back, Hutch, Hutch had said something like this like three or four months ago, that 
this was, I mean, and honestly, I didn't see this spring, one. It was spring training. I didn't see this one. I saw the other ones, but I didn't see this one. I didn't know what you meant by this one, but I know you said they want to the kill you over. They kill you over this one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This is, yeah. It's all a big theater. It's all a big theater, and both of the freaking parties are involved in it. Chris Christie is out there talking about how we should go to jail. This right. is so bad. This is terrible. And and the only the only good thing that could possibly come out of it, well, there's more to one, but the thing that I would hope would come out of this is we destroy these parties. These yeah, parties are what's doing way. this to us. Yeah, that's the only way. Um, DeSantis. The difference between being brought up on criminal charges and, and doing things. Like, for example, um, I think it was shown how he was in the White House and didn't do anything while, while things were going on. Uh, he should have come out more forcefully. O of course that. I'll tell you, there's something. I, I'm, I'm going to break something, and, and it's, not, it's not my own genuine thought. I, I listened to some people that have told me this, and I believe them. They've been right like 90-some percent of the time. The next step for the DeSantis campaign is the big hug. He's going to come out next, and he's going to start praising Trump. Yep. And he's going to start saying that all these charges are bad, and even though he's caught up in this web, I'm the only one that can fix it. That's funny. I had a listener send that article over this morning, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, Oh yeah, that's totally the move. Yep. But guess what? You what? You follow that group right there, and you'll be privy to some stuff before anybody else is. I'll tell you oh, that right. right now. I've been yeah, following those guys are great. A couple years now, man, and it's like they they get. Well, I tell you right. this though. I tell you this, they can be right about that, but we have some smart mag people that Indeed. will be like, no, no, you're right, you're right, no, they're, they're, see what happens. Yeah, there's no way. Uh, Here's what's fascinating too is you see more demo, more crimes and better evidence of crimes from the Biden administration currently <laughs> that's in the White House right now yep. than you do anything Trump ever did. And you don't see him moving at all against Biden. I think they'll move eventually when they don't want him to run. And then they'll but start. Nothing will really happen. I mean, he's, he's a dead man walking. Right. You know, he's, he's out. of. I'll tell you, I heard something the other day. I don't normally listen to Dan Bongino a lot. I really don't. But I had a, I saw a clip and this guy nailed it. He said, look, I was in the secret service for 12 years and we never had any problems like this cocaine thing. This never happened. Right. Now we got a president that has a documented crackhead son. And you're asking me where the cocaine came from? You know, and it was like, <laughs> duh. You know, and he, he didn't just put it at Hunter. He said it could be Hunter or any one of his friends. Right. You know, and he, well, he, he was like, I joined on board uh, with him talking about Elon Musk last night. He was talking about Elon Musk and free speech. And I was, and uh, because Dan Bagino is big with Rumble. And, um, Elon's Elon's Twitter is going to try to take out Rumble too, and he, he's like, "Do y'all really believe Elon is free? This free free speech warrior that y'all?" I was like, "I'm glad you said that because he's I've not. been saying it for a long time." He's not. I'm still banned. Yeah, a, a, a lot of people are still suppressed. 
you know, I know you have your select few and a couple of, and, and, and guess what? For those, there are a few that are getting paid. He's trying to force people to say, guess what? You see all this money that they're getting? Y'all can get it too. You just have to sign up. Just sign up. That's it. It's like somebody asked me, well, Wayne, why'd you? I said, the only reason why I signed up is because I couldn't upload a video more than a minute. That's the only reason why I signed up. Because actually, I had taken it off. But the only reason why I couldn't get a video over a minute. And it's like our clips, you know, our clips, I usually like to do about three minutes and whatnot. Right. Uh, you know, that's, you know, I mean, I, I know you could probably do a, a clip at a minute or, or whatnot, but how we do it, we got a lot of stuff to say, so whatever. Um, getting back getting back to this indictment, um, what's his name? Um, McCarthy. McCarthy. Trump something. says he got a target letter uh, from the January 6th prosecutor and says in four days he has to report to the grand jury. So do you have any... Well, I guess uh, under a Biden administration, Biden America, you'd expect this. If you notice recently, President Trump went up in the polls and was uh, actually surpassing President Biden for re-election. So what do they do now? Weaponize government to go after their number one opponent. It's time and time again. I think the American public is tired of this. They want to have see equal justice. And the idea that they utilize this to go after those who politically disagree with them is wrong. You know, I'm getting sick of this. This guy comes out and says that after he passed the omnibus bill. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We just funded yeah. this, man. Yeah. Well, and there's all this stuff going on. We were talking about it like the end of last week. Like, what's the next distraction going to be? You know, you got the cocaine thing that's beyond ridiculous. They just agreed to send $1.2 billion more to Ukraine. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. That just came out today. No, You've got... You've got the weaponization committee that continues presenting evidence about Joe and Hunter Biden. Like, here's the text message. Here's the email. Like, I swear Xi Jinping could show up, could be on video handing a bag of money to Hunter, who then hands it to Joe, and people still wouldn't charge him over it. And Man, all this stuff's going on, but all anybody's going to talk about is the Trump indictment. And don't get me wrong, the Trump yeah. indictment is one of those things that could, like, could lead to very bad things. No and, rational person can look at all these charges against Trump and say, oh, yeah, that's legit. They're not politically targeted or anything. You know what? I realize another thing, too. Congress is about to go on their vacation. Uh, the month of August, and uh, I've been saying this for the last couple of years, but if you know politics, then you know the month of August is a dead, dead month. Yep. There's nobody in D.C. It's UFO the, the media, Exactly. The media needs stories to push to keep the lights on, basically. This will, this is going to do it. This, this is, and it's election time, too. So this is going to um, keep things moving. Uh, it, and, I, you know, I, I don't think they're going to put him in cuffs, but... Um, you know, they're going to have the new uh, behind the bar type thing for Donald Trump, uh, DOJ type, you know, saying <laughs> so. <laughs> I, I, mean, was a, I was at a club the other night 
And Uh-oh. I looked up and I seen Chris Ray coming in the, in the door. I'm thinking, oh man, what's the FBI doing here? Why do they want me? So I snuck out the back door of the club and, you know, I walked a little bit and then Chris started coming out the door. And so there I am behind the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what to do. I'm just, you know. You're crazy. <laughs> Grab the shotgun under the under the thing. <laughs> Got to have fun with this. It's too stressful not to, man. It is. It is. It is. But you know what, though? I mean, question, yeah. I woke up and there's 23 texts talking about Trump's dead. I'm like, oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, you know, you go outside, you see the black SUV drive by. You're oh, like, oh, man. shit. And this is going to be one of them days. They're finally here. They're finally here. Right. <laughs> Thinking about just, 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 just to move off the topic, just for a second. Uh, Fauci. Well, Wayne, why don't you bring up the word Fauci uh, after uh, after Jr. said black SUV? Because Fauci has government security. Yep. Retired Fauci, who 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 is who is with. Uh, uh, Georgetown University has government security. Paid government security. He he's already making more than the president. I think he's making four hundred eighty thousand dollars a year in retirement. Right. Just on the books. Yeah. You don't forget all hey. those pharmaceutical contracts he made. Right. Just think of think of those, and think of the lifestyle that the cartel leaders lived, and imagine Pfizer. It's the same damn thing, right? Yeah, it's the same thing. They got well, and if you look at the pharmaceutical in industry over the last twenty years, every time they come out with something, it's something that you basically sign up for a lifetime. Yep, and then it's mm-hmm. just auto renewal. You know, anybody who does any business knows. Like, it's one thing to sell somebody a pound of coffee. It's another thing to set up a subscription. And all these pharmaceutical companies have exploded because do you notice none of their medication ever cures you? Their medication is just like, like you take Ozempic for the rest of your life. You like take me. This. I mean, my blood pressure medicine, it's never, right. it never, it never cures anything. Right. Yeah. But if I get off of that medicine, I don't know if it's because of the medicine, but if I get off it, my blood pressure goes up. Right. Mine too. Mine well, that's too. what I mean. It, it's that's how it works. Like they could probably build it to figure out a way to actually cure your blood pressure, but there's no money in it. Right. And that, and same thing with what's going on in DC right now that they know how to work together. They, they damn sure. They damn sure know how to work together and get things done. They, they just don't want to. They they learn too. They learn no money. If you notice the government, the government is thoroughly corruptible. The government, yeah. any government, any government, not just our government. But you look at what the FBI did to the mafia. And then you look at what they did to themselves. They turned themselves into the mafia. Correct. It's the same thing with totally. the cartels. You know, they nailed a couple cartels and all of a sudden now Pfizer's the cartel. And it's right. all legal and clean. And you got you got casinos in every freaking state almost now. You know, they locked people up for life for having casinos before. And now it's government casino. It's it's crazy, man. It's uh, 
it's it's bound to bound to fail. Well, and there's so no, many cascading um, effects that are happening right now. You've got the political thing with like the Trump charge. I mean that that is a powder keg. You've got thirty two and a half trillion in debt. It's I mean it'll be thirty three, thirty four trillion. Like we were projecting by the end of the term next year, it might hit thirty four. And I remember we were saying like God, it'd probably go thirty five, thirty six, which is realistic now. I heard a guy use a number bigger than a trillion yesterday. What's the, that? The representative Perry from uh, from Pennsylvania was interrogating John Kerry, and he said a quadrillion. Right? Is that what's I, next? I, I, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, but I think it's nil, well, quadrillion, then nillion, then non-nillion. Damn. I learned That's that new. in I learned that in school like years ago. Really? But it's like yeah, quadrillion. Quadrillion, I think if it's not it's something else, quadrillion, then nillion, then non-nillion. And but <laughs> by that time we, we have to see. invent new words to yeah. describe the amount of debt we have. <laughs> yeah, that that non-nillion got me. But uh, announcing he has received a letter from the DOJ saying he is the target in the department's investigation into January 6th. Jonathan Turley is constitutional law attorney and a Fox News contributor and joins us now. We're all trying to uh, figure out what to make of this. Jonathan, tell us so far what you do. Right. Thanks, Andrea. This is a step that usually will come towards the end of an investigation. Uh, when you receive these types of letters, it often gives your client the opportunity to appear in a grand jury. They are never a welcomed uh, thing to receive. Uh, usually a target letter is before you receive an indictment. Uh, that's not necessarily uh, the case. But it's viewed that way by most criminal defense attorneys. These letters often uh, tell the target that they need to preserve evidence, that they need to look at counsel, and that they have a set period of time where they can appear before the grand jury. Uh, the concern here is that the uh, special counsel could be proceeding on a case that might be constitutionally challenged. Uh, if the case is built around Trump's speech on the ellipsis on January 6th, I don't believe that it could withstand judicial review. The question is, does Smith have something else, something that's a direct link to uh, a conspiracy or effort uh, to cause uh, violence? We haven't seen that. I mean, the January 6th Committee in Congress came up with nothing uh, as a direct nexus to that type of evidence. We are getting word uh, right now that we can confirm uh, Jack Smith's office has said, indeed, that they sent the former president a target letter. Uh, that letter, though, that the uh, president, the former president, put out on his true social page a statement from uh, Donald Trump calling Jack Smith deranged, uh, saying the prosecutor with Joe Biden's DOJ sent a letter again Sunday night, he says, stating that I'm a target of the Jan 6 grand jury investigation, giving me a very short four days to report to the grand jury, which almost always means an arrest and indictment. Does the former president have a point about the timing of all of this in that letter? Well, prosecutors don't always give a target ample time. I mean, they're, they're not very accommodating in that sense. Part of the reason is that most targets will not go in front of a grand jury, and neither will 
uh, Trump. I mean, it would be uh, really loony to go in front of a grand jury like this. You don't, you're not allowed counsel. You're allowed to leave the grand jury to speak with your counsel. But I've had clients go into grand juries, and even when you tell them, for God's sake, get up and talk to me if there's a question, they rarely do so because they're there in front of 23 people and they want to convince them of something. But most defendants do not go into a grand jury. Okay, so he doesn't have to appear? So for the grand jury, it is they're deciding to file charges. So they have an opportunity as a defendant to go speak in front of the grand jury. And then they just decide, right, by himself, no legal representation. And then the grand jury decides if they want to level charges. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 don't do that. Especially not if it's in D.C., yeah, don't do that. And 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 ladies and gentlemen, we have to tell you um what the oath keeper uh, uh guy said. He was like, yeah, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it because they are court. railroad you. This That's is a kangaroo court. Can you believe that our federal department of justice is doing this? Yeah. This is insane. This is That's why I said at the beginning of the show, this is this changes the country. There's no more trust. I, I read an article this morning that basically said it's the new secession. What people are doing is they note only 20, 20 some percent of people under 30 are patriotic Americans. Right. Only 23 yeah. percent. Yeah. Nobody trusts the government anymore except for a few Democrats. Yeah. You know, this is like a secession. Everybody's backing out of this and nobody's joining the military. You know, it, it, we're in. But if the government's doing this to us, you know, it's, it's, uh, well, it's not the military anymore. No, I don't, I don't blame the people. I mean, I yeah. even told my own yeah. son, Hey, yeah. if you get out, you're not going to hurt my feelings, man. You get yeah. out anytime you want. Yeah. Well, and that's why the uniparty. And when I say uniparty, I mean, establishment Republicans and the Democrats. That's why they love Trump and the media and the media, because the Biden family has committed more crimes. We have more evidence than we've seen. You got Nancy Pelosi doing stock stuff. Mitch McConnell, when you see his connections with China, you he's know, there, there's corruption. Yeah, on What's that? He's married he's to him. Yeah, oh, yeah, he's married to one. And yeah. yeah, we got an article dropping today where it breaks down like the, the McConnell family connections to China. But if you look, the Uniparty, if not for Trump, like they would potentially be under real risk of people being like, this is crap. Like, how does nobody get charged? How does this happen? But everybody, and especially, you know, we got a lot of, a lot of liberals in the, in the comment, like lock them up, lock them up. Like, dude, if you think Trump is the most corrupt person in the government, you are smoking crack. And we're over the target. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, Dennis, you don't have nothing better to do, man. Isn't there a liberal show you can watch or something? Right. But here's the thing. Guys like Dennis don't realize the real corruption is the federal government. And he just wakes up with a hard-on to go, did they get Trump today? Did they get Trump today? Meanwhile, the federal government is selling you down the river. And, and before Trump, like there was actually some movement where it was like, we're being so, I mean, if you remember Occupy Wall Street and the Tea Party, 
all that was a populist movement against the government. And, you know, there was Occupy Wall Street tend to be a little more left and and stuff. But it's it's crazy and that all these people can see is Trump and they don't see that they're getting all fired up about Trump while the rest of the government just rips you off. Why do left wing trolls have a problem with the English language? You ever notice that? Well, you know, their vocabulary is very thin because they keep watching (laughs) SpongeBob SquarePants. Um, Teletubbies. Before, yeah, before um, before we go on break, we're broadcasting on Red Voice Media Network, the awesome Red Voice Media Network. Um, I did put out about, I don't want to hear anything from R.G. Taylor Green right before the uh, right before the show on Twitter. Here are some of the responses. Yeah, I'm pretty sick of her. Uh, never did like her since she did that rifle video spotlight seeker. Uh, Catherine says, yes, thank you. You said the quiet part out loud. Uh, writer CR Hyatt says, I want to hear from someone who actually is going to fight back instead of just tweeting or blow, blow baiting on TV. Um, Carrie Parker says, can't stand this on her knees for McCarthy phony. Uh, <laughs> F- put the chapstick to use. FJB says, I'm done with MTV. MTG, her sucking up to McCarthy was the end. Uh, Ralph says they're all the same. None of them are going to really go after the system. Um, Sonia Sonia says we're tired. Things better start moving as they should, or J6 will look like a play date. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not by myself. We are not by ourselves. We don't want to, we want to hear from the real people. We don't want to hear from Hutch said it, JR said it. And y'all need to start putting it together and start. The Republicans are in on this. The Democrats can't do this by themselves. That's so right. That's so right. They can't do it by themselves. That's why in the text, and usually I don't talk about what we text, but but I'm like, somebody flip. Well, I was going to say, and that's an important (laughs) point to make. So in the comment. You know, we got Catherine who just said, we have a one-sided government. If a Democrat does something, rah, 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 you have it wrong. A Democrat can do that, and Mitch McConnell can do that. Or Ah. Kevin McCarthy can do that. Ah. Ah. Or any of those folks. A MAGA Republican, uh, America First, or even people on the left, they're doing it with RFK Jr. Yes, they are. And and the same things that they did to populists on the right they're doing to the populace on the left the left is just more scared and the left the government not the left the government right is is showing its communist traits right they've if you noticed with rfk they got his whole family to turn against him yeah right? that's yeah, I saw, communist i heard that I heard that's that. soviet and, union stuff yeah and let's not forget what happened to bernie yeah right bernie bernie populist bernie was was Bernie could have led the revolution on the left. He could have been was, Trump on the left. He, but he was a punk. Yeah, yeah. He, 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 well, you know what? He probably got scared. He probably, probably didn't did. think. He probably, you did. know, he's from Little Vermont, up right. there too. You know, he's and probably. They might have came right out and told him, "We're going to cut your throat if you keep us." Yeah, up. yeah, 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 yeah. And and we'll get you the grassy knoll right after yeah. we cut your wife's throat. Yeah, because you, you know, 
she stole money from that college to make that Ruined college it. go bankrupt. <laughs> and nobody said nothing. Nope. Nobody said nothing. That went away. <laughs> <laughs> right, that college go. Where's Bernie? He's chilling, he's chilling on the lake. <laughs> exactly. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been watching the Wayne Dupree broadcast here on Red Voice Media Network. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to have more. Plus, a friend of mine who uh, we uh, we've had on a few times and we haven't had him on for a little bit, but uh, my brother from another mother, Tommy Robinson is going to be on in just a few minutes. So we'll be. We interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Dial 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833-287-2465. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Call 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833 833- 287-2465. Act swiftly. 833-287-2465. Attention Americans. Breaking news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. Take action now. The Federal Reserve phase deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard. Your hard-earned assets are in jeopardy. But there's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Reach out to American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Visit protectfrombiden.com. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Be smart. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Visit protectfrombiden.com to get your free guide and get started. Again, that's protectfrombiden.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Wayne Dupree broadcast on Red Voice Media Network. You know, yesterday, uh, let me um, introduce, if this is the first time you're watching the show, Mr. Hutch Baylor Jr., the godfather of conservative radio, and Mr. J.R. from Muslim Soda, Mr. J.R. Robinson, our man with the plane. You know, uh, yesterday, I, you know, I was, uh, you know, I'm trying to eat better. You know, I'm trying to kind of, yeah, I'm, I'm, I am, I'm, I'm trying to eat better and trying to change a couple things. But I, I don't know, I don't know if y'all have ever heard of leaky gut. Um, it's caused by a toxin that is in all of the quote healthy foods um, that scientists have been telling us to eat with our fraudulent food pyramid for the longest time. 
So uh, this toxin causes leaky gut, according to Dr. Gundry, a world-renowned cardiologist, cardiologist, a harmful condition, leaky gut is affecting millions of people nationwide. Now, warning signs include weight gain, fatigue, digestive comfort, and a stiffy, well, a stiff and achy joints, even even skin problems. So Dr. Gundry explains that these side effects are often mistaken for normal signs of aging because leaky gut develops usually over a matter of, of years and sometimes decades. So I can assure you that the damage is probably caused by these health foods and is far from normal. Now, the good thing is it can easily be fixed from your own home. It's very simple. You just have to know which foods that are actually healthy and which contain the hidden oxen. Um, well, I'm the hidden toxin. So you can go and find this yourself at gutcleanseprotocol.com forward slash Wayne. That, that's gutcleanseprotocol.com forward slash Wayne. Because after all these years of research, Dr. Gundry has decided to release an informative video to the public for free and uninterrupted showcasing exactly which foods you can avoid. So again, go to gutcleanseprotocol.com forward slash Wayne and check that out. Um, and we want to thank them for also uh, being uh, an affiliate of the show. Um, anything to anything to get better. Anything to get better. All right. Um, earlier, we were talking about um, President Trump, the grand jury situation. This is no joke. This is this is it was game time before. Right now, uh, we're coming. Well, I'm not going to say we're coming down to the fourth quarter, but um, they've gone they've gone up a couple touchdowns on us right now, and we're in the fourth quarter. Um, we need people. We need individuals. And and I know, I know, I know. Um, if you put out a tweet, you feel like you're um, uh, Paul Revere, and <laughs> you know you you feel like you're really doing something. I'm not saying that you're not doing anything. Don't get me wrong when I say that, but um, sooner or later, somebody somebody is going to have to realize that the American people ain't going to take this no more. Now, I'm not saying unless we do, unless we do. That's the part that scares me. And if that's the case, then it's over. I mean, and I know there are different. You know what? There are signs, though. Don't get me wrong, but there are signs that it's over. But there's signs also that there's a way out of it. Okay. And I, I mean, I don't want to sound like I'm confusing, but it is. There's a way out of this. It's just going to take maturity, sacrifice. And individuals, they might have to give up a lot right now. Because, okay, bottom line is, ladies and gentlemen, you have to do this for your grandchildren. Yeah. It's 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 not for us anymore. It's not. Uh, we, we have screwed the pooch for us. Us. It's us for our grandchildren. Our, we have our we have to say enough is enough. Right, us, our parents, and our children. We have screwed the pooch. It's time for us to think about our grandchildren and that beyond them. If if we continue to go down this road thinking we can fix it for us, or we're just going to let it crap for us, it's going to be worse for 
the kids down the road. Okay. That's what I think. Can I can I share a message that one of I, I work with some guys on some different projects and uh, he is the non-political guy and we were chatting and the rest of us are a little more into politics he's a little more libertarian and we were chatting like this is crap like how are they charging Trump for that and, and I thought his take perfectly summed him up he said it's insane out there I guess on the plus side it was it's easier to charge him than they could have just JFK'd him. I think this whole thing is a show like, okay, how do we get the super crazy Trumpers to get pissed and blame the black or gay folks? Then how do we make sure the black and gay and Mexican white folks hate on each other? So we can't tell it's a giant companies like BlackRock that are taking over the world, but we just fight in the streets against each other thinking it's left versus right instead of the people versus the power. Uh, those, those smart MFers won a long time ago. We're just so divided. We can never rise up to stop them. Keep telling people <laughs> to bring kids into this nonsense so it, it was funny because like non-political guy coherently understands our enemy is blackrock and big pharma and military industrial complex but people out there are just so like trump's bad or even us like trump's good and they're just getting us to fight each other so that we don't fight the but real you know problem. the thing that we've lost in all this is common sense Right. The, the reason I say Trump's good is because he was. Right. You know, how could you be an American and not see that? Right. I mean, that's the part that gets me. It's like this guy got a sword dance in Saudi Arabia. Obama got made come out the back of the plane. You know, it's night and day. It, yeah. it's, it's bizarre to me. Yeah. And you look at what's happening. We've talked about this before. Our cities are dying. Right. And what I mean when I say that is pre-kindergarten <laughs> children. The percentage of pre-kinder pre-K children that are in the cities is going down every month. And when that hits a certain level, the schools are going to go down because there's not going to be any students. And they're starting to have that problem already. Not that they're all gone, but they're starting to shrink class sizes and school sizes. The machine's not going to have any food, any feed. They're, I mean, that's who feeds into it, is these people. And and when people are leaving because of crime and because of wokeness and everything else, it's, it's just another, another uh, blow to the establishment. And it's, well, and it's, it's funny. It's kind of like sound of freedom for those who haven't seen it. Go see sound of freedom. Amazing movie. It was made five, six years ago. And it should be the kind of awakening moment for everybody in the country to say child trafficking is bad. Let's all agree. Child trafficking is bad. Let's agree. We get the Epstein files released. Because clearly there was an elite pedophile ring that needs to get broken up. Clearly Guess who killed was... Epstein? Guess who killed Epstein? Bill right. Barr. Bill Barr, right. But uh, but but instead of that, you have all these people on the left and the media coming out saying, oh, it's a QAnon thing, or it's this, or it's that. And how can normal Americans not, not look at the numbers and look at what's happening and go, okay, this is something we can unify on. Let's solve. Let's solve one problem. Let's solve this. These people, you know, me, man. this guy here, he's particularly unraveled. Man. I don't know what you're talking about, man. You don't have a retirement fund. You know, you didn't <laughs> see the difference in administrations. You didn't, you didn't enjoy uh, oil uh, dominance. I mean, come on, man, Bernie, you're looking like you ought to move to Cuba. Well, and Bernie, you know, 
if you really think President Trump is the most corrupt person in the entire federal government, you're stupid. I don't know a nice way to say it. Yeah, well, you know, that keep, was good. Keep, uh, keep keep chatting. You're proving it. Right. One, one sentence at a time. One misspelled right. sentence at a time. And how Brian is saying Kemp. the federal government's corrupt? How is this like a controversial statement? Brian Kemp came out um, uh, from Georgia, and he basically said what y'all said earlier. Investigation regarding January 6th. There has been a flurry of reaction in the past 60 minutes. It was part of that with the House Speaker Kevin Carthy on the Hill. Well, I guess uh, under a Biden administration, Biden America, you'd expect this. If you notice recently, President Trump went up in the polls and was uh, actually surpassing President Biden for re-election. So what do they do now? Weaponize government to go after their number one opponent. It's time and time again. I think the American public is tired of this. They want to have see equal justice, and the idea that they utilize this to go after those who politically disagree with them is wrong. That, that is just part of what we're getting right now. Out of Atlanta, the Georgia governor's Brian Kemp. Nice to see you again, sir, and thank you for your time today, and good morning. Um, hey, good morning, Bill. We brought you to talk on a list about a list of other things, but with this breaking yeah. news, I want to begin here. Uh, what do you make, if true, that he is the target of an indictment regarding January 6th? Well, listen, I certainly agree with a lot of the comments the speaker make about the American people wanting equal justice. Uh, I know there's a lot of people, uh, conservatives like me, that are frustrated by things like the New York indictment, but there's no doubt that these things are a distraction to the former president. And I would just tell you, if I was the prosecutor bringing these charges, he better have some damn good evidence if you're going after a former president. And we'll see as the process plays out, but it's certainly a distraction from us beating Joe Biden. Mm. Uh, you did an interview last night. One of the Keebler elves. But you, you have to admit, when those Southern boys get on there, boy, <laughs> the way, the way you, you better have some damn good evidence if you're going to bring something like that. Boy, yeah. she's as fine as frog's hair. <laughs> we need some good old rednecks and hillbillies <laughs> like, let's unite the trailer parks. Let's Let's align with the inner city guys. Like, let's go. You're gonna have more. You're gonna have more trouble than a little bit. <laughs> One of them Coca Colas. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! You realize you, you know we kill you... animals for dinner and skin them. <laughs> god darn right, but Jimmy, what are we gonna do on Friday night? There's nothing to do but go on. We're gonna, and we gonna find go out the fishing hole and do some cat fishing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know. Oh, if y'all are trying to watch this on YouTube, they've taken this down for about a week or so because I made mention of Tuskegee and the vaccines and stuff. So they basically said that that was dangerous uh, for me to even bring it up, even though it was part of our part of um, the history of America. So, um, oh yeah. Um, for the Ron DeSantis fans uh, or on the Ron DeSantis supporters out, soap supporters out there, uh, I did uh, I did let you know what Ron DeSantis had to say about the Trump indictment. Let me the difference give between you being brought up on criminal charges and and doing things like, for example, um, I think it was shown how he was in the White House and didn't do anything while while things were going on. Uh, he should have come out more forcefully. Of course that.
Okay, so um, that's where y'all talk about hugging. Y'all talk about the hugging. I wouldn't hug him after that. That's not a hugging thing. No, no, he's going to shift. There, you got to look at his numbers. They got to do something different. Either that, I mean, you got Vivek on number two at TPUSA. You know, he's tied with Christie. You know what's something? But I'm worried about something because I thought because I've seen a couple I've seen a couple polls since the weekend. It don't look like Vivek moved anywhere. No, he just moved in the in the TPUSA straw poll. Right, but regular stuff, it doesn't look like he moved in. I was like, how was that? Because you know he he really looked like he was a little bit strong. He looked like he was stronger than. Well, I think that Sanders. just came out on like Friday and Sunday, and he's still like people are well, starting do to see that, him though. for the first time. You start digging into right. that background, he's that got too. some problems. Yeah, he's got some I, problems. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen some, and um, I think next Tuesday we're going to have him on. Uh, we're going to have him on so we can talk to him about that. But that moves me to this. Dem- um, and as we know, the Democrat Party, they got problems. They they've always had problems. But they keep going against Israel. Yeah. For some reason. For some reason. I don't know. I look at the people that are swelling their ranks. Ilhan Omar, Rashida Tlaib, and some of these, some of these, uh, I don't know what you call them. They're super leftist black representatives. Mm -hmm. It's like unbelievable the anti-Semitism that's coming from them. It's almost like I need a sound clip so I can be. Yeah. In the news this week, or or uh, I need to raise some money for my campaign, and I know that I'm going to get attacked if I say this. So let me go ahead and say this about Israel. This is Jayapal. I get. I guess her name yeah, is. Yeah, she's horrible. I. I mean, when I saw what she said, now she came out and said, "Well, you know, actually, let me let you hear." I, what she I, said. I, I'll just leave. Maybe I should just walk off. Guys, can I say something? Can I say something as somebody that's been in the streets and and has participated in a lot of demonstrations? I think I want you to know that we have been fighting to make it clear that Israel is a racist state, that the Palestinian people deserve self-determination and autonomy, that the dream that the dream of a two-state solution is slipping away from us, that it is not, that it does not even feel possible. It does not even feel possible. And I want you to know that while you may, while you may have arguments with, with whether or not some of us on stage are fighting hard enough, I do want you to know that there is an organized opposition on the other side, and it isn't the people that are on this stage. She's horrible. She's dangerous. She's dangerous. There's no There's, such thing as Palestine. That's a made-up thing. Yeah, They're Jordanian dangerous. nomads. Yeah. Yeah, she's dangerous. She's real dangerous. That 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 right there, ladies and gentlemen. You I mean, again, I again I don't know why the hatred for Israel is so strong with these people. I don't get it. Do you? Because they're Nazis. Well, it's just a continuation of a holy war, and it's actually a perfect time to have when Tommy's on to talk about it. You see this happening where, I mean, 
these people have different religious beliefs and they're starting wars. And in Europe, like that stuff in France, that was largely driven based on a religious ideology. A group of religious people went nuts and you see it happening all over Europe. And I think that's why on the left in America, they, you know, they clearly target the Jews and they clearly prefer the the Palestinians and you know different religious sects and it's now but what did they do before that they targeted blacks right you know it's what they do as an organization they're a hateful organization <clears throat> well yeah, and as you take take a step back and just you know look at like we get caught up in the moment but if you look at these trends like the anti-semitic trends against on the left has been becoming more and more prevalent over the past five ten years like there was a time where we were firmly in Israel's side. We wanted the peace over there. And, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's the start of something bad. Let me just say that. Especially yeah, if I you mean, look historically, you're right. Some of the other when, things that are going on. When I was growing up, when I was growing up, because, you know, I grew up in church, Israel to me was somebody that I always thought, that we needed to protect uh, or that we needed to align ourselves with. Uh, I never even thought about America hating Israel. And that's been more prevalent. I would probably say in the last 15 years, it's gotten worse after worse after worse. And I mean, we'll start getting worse when Obama was in office. Uh, But I, it's like uh, the former prime minister, I was reading on RT yesterday, former prime minister of um, Israel is saying that um, the the connection between Israel and America uh, is 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 breaking up because of the conservative leadership <laughs> of Ben uh, of Ben Netanyahu. And I was like, oh, OK, I see what y'all are doing now. I see what you're doing. You, you're trying to say basically because the country has um, a, a mature leader who wants better for his country and is not a liberal trying to say that he's bad. Okay, so I understand. I see where that's going. Doesn't make it true, but I see where it's going. So another assassinate, um, character assassination, which seems like these people are getting really good at. <laughs> well, and if, yeah. if you look at a lot of this conflict, too, a lot of it can trace back to religious background, if that makes sense. So, like, mm-hmm. Ukraine and Russia. Russia is pretty traditional family values. Ukraine's adopting all the weird new Western stuff, and, and there's a strong underpinning of the conflict there where Russia's like, keep your weird stuff, keep your transgenders, keep all that. Like, we don't want that in Russia. And there's people on the border that, you know, between the two countries in those disputed areas that want a more conservative leadership. And you see it all over in Europe where they'll elect these crazy leftists who do all this weird stuff. And then finally normal people rise up and be like, yeah, enough. We're not doing child transgender surgery. We're not doing that sort of thing. And yeah. And so it's a yeah, that's just a, a big kettle that's bubbling. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been watching the Wayne Dupree podcast here on Red Voice Media. When we come back, we're going to have my brother from another mother. Uh, we're going to have it, it's been a while, man. It's been a while, but I'm glad to have him back. He is, um, 
I, uh, I, and, and actually, actually I told him yesterday is, you know, I, I ain't gave you anything, but I, I love this. <laughs> dude, <man>. I, mean, <laughs> I, I love it. It's dude. okay. If you are, we will not approve of your lifestyle, but we will still love you. <laughs> no, but um, Tommy, Tommy is uh, Tommy is a guy after my own heart, just like the NFSC. Are y'all starting to notice where we're going with the Wayne Dupree podcast? The NFSC, I mean, Tommy, the stuff that he's taking on. Tommy Robinson is one of the most courageous Jeez. people I've ever seen in my life. That's bottom line. That 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 that's just bottom line. And you know how we talk about the government. This this man is taking on like damn near a country. <laughs> My man goes to the mosque. <laughs> you're oh, yeah. wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. And it, look, hold on. And you're let a pedophile. Let me, let me take talk about dudes. Come tell like, me wait. I'm wrong. Like we were talking about Trump and like how amazing it is he hasn't been grassy knolled. Like, god dang, Tommy, like Tommy Dude. Robinson did not kill himself. He is not depressed. Nope. He did not nope. they put nope. him, they didn't put him in prison. They put him in the in the Muslim wing of the prison. Right. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Yeah. Well, let's get true. to break and get him on here. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. You know what? Broadcasting on Red Voice Media Network. Don't go nowhere. We'll be. Let's see. Let's see. I'm, I'm gonna find this because we gotta gotta get Tommy on here. I just moved. We'll be. Right back. We interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Dial 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833-287-2465. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Call 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833 833- 287-2465. Act swiftly. 833-287-2465. Attention Americans. Breaking news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. Take action now. The Federal Reserve phase deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard. Your hard-earned assets are in jeopardy. But there's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. 
Reach out to American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Visit protectfrombiden.com. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Be smart. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Visit protectfrombiden.com to get your free guide and get started. Again, that's protectfrombiden.com. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. There we go. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Wayne Dupree podcast. Let me introduce my brother from across the sea. And um, man, I missed you. It's it's been a while, but hey guys, thank you for your kind words as well. Wayne, if I was out to give you a big hug. And, um... <laughs> my man, that's my boy. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, and did... Tommy Robinson. Tommy Robinson. <laughs> I did change my name, I thought, to I Stand With Israel, just to let everyone know while we're on the topic of that conversation. So, (laughs) unashamedly, unashamedly stand with the only democracy in the Middle East. Yes, I do. There we go. There we go. There we go. Listen, our audience hasn't seen you for a little bit, uh, maybe in spots and whatnot. Give everybody a brief synopsis of uh, uh, what you have been doing lately uh um uh what 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 is what is tommy robinson into you right now i know i know you have a book but um what are you into right now since we last spoke a lot has happened wayne i've done i think seven documentaries um in the last 18 months i've done a four-part series called the rape of britain which looks at the demographics the numbers it really gives a real deep investigation i spent 12 to 18 months with 12 women who were victims of these Muslim rape gangs. And we look into the reason why they're doing it. And then we go and find the men, the unprosecuted. We find corrupt police officers. We we give a platform and a voice to the girls that they've never had. And then at the same time, we embarrass and humiliate the men that have got away with these crimes. We also look into the statistics of the the numbers of the cities, um, which will terrify everyone when you see the actual Mm. numbers in a city called Telford. But I've done that. I've done an expose documentary of Hope Not Hate. Hope Not Hate are the equivalent of Media Matters in the United States. They're an NGO organization deep in with the deep state whose job it is to destroy, defame and finish anybody and their families, anyone who goes against the status quo or the narrative of the government. Um, And most recently, I created a film two years ago called Silence. Silence was about a story that was manipulated and used by the establishment and the media. It was pumped around the world. I'd done a little investigation uh, to the story, saw that it was lies. Um, I told the British public it was lies. And for that, they took me through the courts. They bankrupt me for 1.6 million. I, oh. produced, I produced a film called Silence. When it went to court, I gave the judge all the covert record. Sorry, it keeps flicking through. Proving that the story was a lie, proving that it was um, a manipulation of the truth, that the public had been lied to. And then the judge basically listed everything that was in the covert recordings. And he gave me a court injunction saying that I'd get two years in prison 
if any of those recordings were ever played into it to the public. I'm currently sat in Spain, where I've been sat for two months, because two months ago that film was released. Not by me, so we will find out if there's... Um, it, it, it's currently with the Attorney General of the UK who's making a decision on whether they prosecute me or not for contempt of court. Now, the crazy thing about this is, Wayne, is this film details exactly what... It may be about me, but it shows what's happening to Steve Bannon, to Donald Trump. It shows the weaponization of the judiciary. It shows the failures of the police. It shows the um, unholy alliance of media, government, far-left organisations, Muslim organisations. It shows how they all cooperate together so long as it is to control the narrative. This was a story that was blown up into world news and the entire world was lied to. My film and my documentary with covert recordings of, of, of members of staff, of teachers in council. What we found out, Wayne, is basically there was a story where a young boy got, a young Syrian refugee got a bottle mm. of water poured over him in a school in the north of England. The headline in the news story that was pumped to the world was the Syrian refugee was innocent, the English boy was a racist bully, the Syrian refugee had been a victim of English racism, white racism, since he'd come to this school. That's what was fed to the public. I found out very quickly the allegations were the total opposite. The boy had been causing mayhem, he'd been attacking girls, he'd been doing all this. But I wondered why the school staff had never spoke out and told the truth. So mm. I went with a hidden camera and I went to all the school teachers' properties the first Asian teacher who comes out, Wayne, says, Tommy, I took the money. And I'm like, what do you mean you took the money? And I'm thinking, you're on, you're on, you're on candy camera, bro. And he said, <laughs> he, he said they, they paid us. I said, who's they? And we, find, we actually find out the local council spent £274,000 making sure they had contractual agreements of non-disclosure agreements for their staff, presenting their, preventing their staff from telling the truth. So, and the teachers actually tell us, the head teacher, he, he basically says they blackmailed him with his pension. But we get all the evidence that the teachers cooperate, what I said was true. We get the evidence that they were all paid and given silence in money. We get the evidence that the leader of the council, who's a Muslim, his brother, was the local imam who was causing protest over this school incident outside the school. Even though the school, there's 40 close to mosques, he come from another district, but it's all coordinated together. And the film actually looks at the severe lengths the establishment and the media will go to, to destroy anyone. And when you watch the film and you see that what they've done is they took me through the courts, then they told the world that I lied, and then they slapped a legal injunction, preventing me from ever showing the evidence to the public. So the public are being lied to still. Then a film comes out. And, and I think I, some people could say I'm in, I'm in a sticky situation because I am. I'm currently exiled from my country and I face two years in prison. But the sticky situation is for them. Because if they decide to imprison me for this, people like mm -hmm. the world will want to see this film. Yeah. Right, this right. film is such an embarrassment to them. It is categoric. There is, there is no grey area. Yeah, It was a total stitch-up from start to finish. For example, the, the, the video of the boy getting the bottle of water poured over him, <coughs> it goes viral. Yeah, But it didn't happen to just organically go viral. It actually happened five weeks prior. 
then using celebrity Muslim PR lawyers, they hold the video, they do a criminal record check on the Syrian refugees' family. The criminal record check comes back on the 25th. On the morning of the 26th, the video is viral on all your news to the world, yeah? So they played it, they planned it, the GoFundMe was set up, the Syrian refugee was wrote, do donated £160,000 in 48 hours. Actually, what we actually go on to find is that the Syrian refugee, according to the school records, was caught with a knife and screwdriver at school. He stabbed another pupil. He he went on to... He, he committed offences at school that other children would have been expelled for. But as you've all seen with the grooming scandal, he, he was allowed to because he's a Syrian refugee. No one would yeah. tackle the problem. And the reality of the problem is that this Syrian refugee had come from a war-torn country. He was struggled to, struggling to engage in, in his new environment. He was rebelling against English pupils. He was causing havoc. But rather than the government allow the public to be not, the public to be made aware of this, they decided to silence it and silence anyone who tried to make him aware. The reason being mm. that this Syrian refugee was one of 20,000 who was relocated into the UK as part of the United Nations Refugee Resettlement Programme. If the public would be made, and this is just one of 20,000, this is one of 20,000 legal ones, yeah? And they totally, they didn't just hide the story, they reversed the, they full reversed the story 360. This refugee was invited to parliament, yeah? The whole story was a lie anyway, and the lie's been exposed in a film called Silence. I didn't put the film out, I had an injunction for two years, I wanted to stick by the court's injunction because I was fearful of going to prison. Someone in America leaked the film. Um, it's a devastating film for them. And they're now, the Attorney General's now probably sitting there thinking, what do I do with this? Yeah, Because if she decides right. to take me through the courts, we're going to have a big show trial in London. Everyone's going to, I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to say, what's the problem? The public have been shown the truth. You just don't want the public seeing the truth. But the real warning from this film to America, to everyone, is the weaponization of the judiciary, use of legal system in order to in impose silencing tactics on journalists to prevent the public from being aware of what's going on. But I just went on a bit of a rant there. But I've been on a lot. I've been on a lot since we last since we last spoke, Wayne. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. What's been happening with you, mate? How are you? Man, look, I look. I'm. I'm. You know. I'm. Well, look, since the last time we didn't talk, my girls have graduated high school, uh, graduated high school in college and everything and, and making it happen. And I mean, I'm, I'm yeah, they, they, yeah, they're making me poor, though. They're making me poor. That's but, their job, bro. Uh, That's their job. <laughs> they, they're doing well. That's their job. <laughs> but, you know, I, I, I mean, I, I'm serious when I say this. Uh, I pray, you know, I look for your headlines. Um, and I knew that you were in Spain. And that's one of the main reasons why I wanted to get in contact with you, because I want to let you know, you still have brothers over here. You still have family over here that's praying for you because you are a generational type of leader, activist. Uh, there aren't too many like you anymore. Uh basically in the world I mean, because a whole lot of people have been silenced um, to be put uh, in a box and that box put in a house and the house locked up. You won't let yourself, you won't let that happen to 
you. And that's what I admire about you so much. And I mean, the first, I mean, the first time that I had you on and um, uh, a beneficiary of mine was like, you got Tommy Robinson on? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I did. It was like, when you go and, he, ladies and gentlemen, he has a national song about him in his country. <laughs> that That's, <laughs> you know, I'm like, I didn't know he, at the time I didn't know you were that big. And, but one of the main things, and then I'm going to send it to Hutch. One of the main things about you is you haven't let it go into your head. It's still here in your heart or that you still bleed the UK. You still love your country. You, I mean, and that's, I think that's what they're trying to do against us here in America is they, they don't want us to love our country anymore. They want to let everybody come in and destroy it from the inside as long as they're in their white castles, you know, and they don't, they aren't uh, targeted. They don't care, but you care. I mean, and I think many people over there in the UK, I know that you care. And even though they can't run out and, and, and uh, uh, run behind you and support you, I think, I think that you have a whole lot more support than what you have in that right hutch. Oh, I agree. Tommy, I want to thank you uh, for everything that you do, because sometimes it feels very lonely up here trying to educate Americans about Islamic Jihad. Mm -hmm. It really is. You've been on the forefront of this since I started with Wayne. And uh, I really want to thank you for that. But I'd like you to something if you started out uh, with uh, talking about like the situation with the Muslim sex gangs. Explain to the audience, because a lot of Americans don't know about this. Okay. Explain to the audience the scope of Rotherham. I mean, I think there were, wasn't it 1,200 girls or something like that? So in, in Rotherham, there's two cities you would have heard of in the world news, yeah? Rotherham and Telford. Now, Rotherham was 1,400 girls. Telford was 1,000 girls. So I, I focus my documentaries on Telford. I've done four-part series. I've got two more to finish making when I find out if I've got a warrant out and get back to the UK. Um, you should watch them. Episode one to four is called The Rape of Britain. You'll find them on, on Rumble. Now, when we look at the demographics of Telford, Telford has a 1.7% Muslim population. Just 1.7. It's only 3,500 Muslims in Telford. 1,000 victims, five dead, just in Telford, five dead. The police investigation identified 200 Muslim men from the town that had been involved. My investigation, we got the names of 254 and the independent inquiry, which has now gone on, got the names of 360. When you take away the women, you take away the under 16s and the over 70s, you've only really got a thousand Muslim men that fit the age bracket of the men that can be involved in those rapes. Out of that thousand men, the police identified 200. That is 20% of the Muslim men in that town have been enrolled, involved in raping children. 1,000 children just in that town with a 1.7% Muslim population. If you look at Rotherham, the other town you spoke about, which has 1,400 children as victims, Rotherham only has a 3.7% Muslim population. I truthfully believe these two towns have been used as scapegoat cities in order, because the English Defence League, the organisation we formed, pushed this to the forefront. We made it so they couldn't ignore it anymore. They had to deal with it. So the two cities they give us are the cities with no Muslims. Give us the numbers for Bradford. Give us the numbers for Birmingham. 
Give us the numbers for my hometown of Luton that has a 50% Muslim population. 50% we've got, 60,000 Muslims. Give us a, when you've got 1,000 a, a Muslims with 1,000 rapes, give us the numbers for Luton. How come we're not getting the numbers? Because, and, the reason, and we found out recently in a town yeah. called Oldham, because Oldham has a 30% Muslim population where they've took over the council. So when it comes to the independent inquiry, they had to go to the vote of the local councillors. The local councillors voted, voted no. There is That's no independent crazy. inquiry. Once they've got a grip of the council, mm. no, we're not investigating this crime any further. Just so your audience understands what the crime we're talking about is. It's called grooming. It's rape jihad, okay? Yeah. It's called grooming in England. It's called love jihad in India. It's called lover boys in Europe. What we're talking about is large groups of Muslim men coming together, usually related, usually work colleagues. They're kidnapping, raping, and torturing, okay? And murdering. Now, the reason why it's called grooming is because they start off being nice. Sometimes it starts off with 17 or 18 year old young Muslim right. boys getting the young 12, 13 year old English girls, giving them alcohol, giving them phone credit, giving them trainers, giving them money, giving them drugs, being nice for three months, four months, five months, and boom, they're in a house getting raped by 10 men. They video mm. it. It's, it and, it, and this is and it, this crime, we look at it in the documentaries. This goes back to the 70s in England. When they first come to the UK, the Muslims targeted the Sikhs. They got the Sikhs community's daughters. They'd pretend to be Sikh. They'd make a video having sex with a girl. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh. Okay. How many lost his internet? Yeah, we lost him. We lost him. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him back. We got him back. Tommy, we lost you. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I, I was going to yeah. say, the story you're telling, Tommy, is... Well, for those who aren't familiar with Tommy's work, imagine like James O'Keefe, where he brings receipts and videotape crossed with Edward Snowden, where he's just whistleblowing on everything in, in the UK. And it's it's an honor to have you on the show. I've loved following your work. It's been it's been awesome. But you're talking I mean, you're you're talking about a story almost like Sound of Freedom, which is huge in America. Um, mate, right it, it's that, no, it, it, the level of it, the level of it and what's come out in the report. So I remember. When we first started, I sat on TV programs with Jeremy Paxman, the biggest BBC shows in our country, and I sat there and we, we, we screamed it, yeah? And I was saying, no, our daughters are being kidnapped, they're being raped. And everyone acted as though we was uh, extremists Crazy. or we were exaggerating. Then in 2015, I remember I was sat in jail when the Rotherham report came out. Now, what? So, so some of the details from the Rotherham report. Two fathers, they get together, their 12 and 13-year-old daughters are taken, they're in a house with eight Muslim men, they're being raped. The fathers come together. They go to the house to get their daughters back. The police turn up. They arrest the fathers. Yep. This is yep. in a government report. The fathers were arrested. Another incident in Oxford. A young girl, aged 12 years old, had an iron rod with the letter M. They scolded the letter M, heated it up, really hot, scolded her bum with the letter M. She was the property of Mohammed. Another girl had her tongue nailed to the table, um, put... They took the children out, they doused them in petrol. But what's become apparent, what's become evident from the investigations and since this now, the government investigations, the which they've had to do now, yeah, is that our government, our home office and police force across our country were fully aware these crimes were happening. Yep. They were aware what was happening to our children. They were too fearful of doing anything because of racism. So if anyone ever asked you, or you want to know how powerful is political correctness? It's that powerful that it will paralyze the government, it will paralyze the police force, and they will allow young children to be kidnapped and raped so that they don't get deemed as racist. 
They were so scared about being called racist. Do you know why? Because the, the predominantly these gangs are Pakistani Muslim, predominantly 99. And the conviction was for these gangs, 90% of convictions are Muslim men, 30% are called Mohammeds. Yeah. When you look at the statistics of the UK, four to five percent of the UK is Muslim. Why are 90% of these convictions Muslim men? Why aren't they Sikh men? Why aren't they Hindu men? How come no other community is doing this? Why aren't Jews doing it? Why aren't the West Indians doing it? Why aren't the Ghanaians doing it? Why are none of the Christians doing it? Why are Muslims kidnapping, torturing, raping at these numbers? Why are the convictions showing this is a predominantly Muslim crime? In fact, this is the first time in the UK that we have paedophiles, there's sick, deranged people, but usually they have to share their fantasies with strangers they meet online. This is the first time that men who work together, who are related, fathers, sons, cousins, brothers, are getting young girls together and raping and destroying them. This isn't about sexual gratification. This is about humiliation, degradation. This is about destroying those girls, which again, this is where people hate me or they want to shut me up because I ask why. We, we have shifted the Overton window in this country where in 2009, when we started our activism, no one would talk about this. No one even knew about the word grooming. No one knew about these gangs. We made them aware. We made them talk about it. Then they started calling them Asian. So they started broadening the problem as though it's, as, as though it's Japanese, as, as, though it's, as though it's Hindus, as though Sikhs might be doing this raping. We've got past that now where they identify them as Pakistani and Muslim. So now it's apparent to the whole British public, the media now, they're Muslim grooming gangs. The one thing they won't allow you to explore, which is why they hate me, is because I look at why. Why are they doing it? What makes it acceptable within this community that a brother, a cousin, and a brother-in-law, and sometimes and relatives of family are sharing 12-year-old girls? Like, what is it? Something's different here. What is going mm. on? And it's the belief in the teachings and the system of Islam. There are four cut verses in the Quran that tell them outside of your four wives, you can take whatever your right arm possesses. You are blameless. One of the verses states you are blameless. You can take non-Muslim women, sexual slaves, exactly as Muhammad did. No one wants to talk about Muhammad. What was Muhammad like? Yeah. You're not even allowed to have a conversation. What was he like? Is he a good man to be revered? Is he a good man for four million people in my country to be idolizing as the perfect person? What happens when you follow the teachings of Muhammad? You either end up in jihad, you end up fighting for ISIS, or you end up raping young girls if you follow them to the words. Yeah. Most Muslims don't. We're quite lucky. There's a lot of Muslims that just take a little bit. They treat the religion a bit like a buffet. I like this bit. I don't like that bit. But that's not <laughs> Islam. Right. That's not right. Islam. Yeah. Right. You follow Islam to the word. You believe Muhammad's perfect. You believe his. You believe Muhammad was 53 years old. He married a six-year-old, and he consummated that marriage, which means he 13. raped her when she was nine. Yeah. Yep. I went through. I done a speech in Russia. How embarrassing! Oh. I have to travel to Russia to have a platform to to to, to do my presentation. I gave yeah. a presentation called "The Rape of Britain," not a documentary. It was an investigation into the numbers, into the criminal court cases, into the Quran, into the teachings, into what the Muslim men said in court. For example. There was a Somalian man in Bristol court who said it was my religious duty to do this. Yeah, there was literally wow. Muslims quoting the Quran to their victims whilst raping them. Yeah, so wow. don't take Tommy Robinson's word for it that these are religious crimes. Take their word for it. But the problem yeah. is none of these men have ever been tried for a hate crime. 
and race crime. These are the only real race or hate crimes. We hear about hate crimes on the rise. What they're talking about is someone said a naughty word on, 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 on Twitter or something. Whereas these yeah, men are I mean, raping kids. These men are raping kids. And um, it infuriates me, as you can probably see, my, my, blood, my blood vessels start going. <laughs> I can see Tommy's fired up. I'm getting wound up thinking about now, it. Do you know why? Now, hey, not, to, not to interrupt, but we've got a hard stop coming up with, with the network. So no I'd be remiss before you went if you didn't tell people where they can find your work. Because right. you've been heavily censored. Yes. Yeah. So I'm I'm censored so much that if you name if you write my name on Facebook, you get deleted. Right. Come on. That's pretty good guy. Don't yeah. look on Facebook. Don't look on Twitter. Great. You got no Twitter page. Got that. Elon won't give me my page back. What is going right. on, Elon? Do you know what I mean? Um, I am. Um, you can find me on Rumble. You can find me on Telegram. I'm a Tom, Tommy Robinson News. Rumble under Tommy Robinson Official. I'm on Getter. Um, you can buy my books, which my latest book is called Silence. And guess what? Amazon deleted it. You can buy Hitler's book in about 20 different languages, but my book about my book is is, is deleted. And you can buy my books at uh, trsilence.com. And um, yeah, I've got a lot more work to do, but I guess well, pre pretty soon when I land back in the UK, you'll see if I have a warrant out for my arrest. You'll be watching out for a big court case and um, get your eyes on that film. Well, Indeed. here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, I don't want it to be another couple of years before we get you back on again. So, um, anytime, Wayne, we, you got my number. We, anytime, bro. We have each other now on WhatsApp. I got you. You got me. We'll have you back on sooner than you can say. Uh, hot A dog. Yeah, hot exactly. Dog. Oh, yeah, lads, you know the world's looking to America, man. I know you think <laughs> the world's looking to America. We need your election sort you. We need. Donald Trump back in office. We need it. There we go. The there we go. Needs it. Not just you. We need it. Everyone <laughs> needs it to break this, man. So that's right. right. That's right. Hey, T, I love you, man. God bless you. Thank we'll you. talk to you later. Okay. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Thanks All for having right. me on that. Thanks All for right. that. That's what man. I'm talking about. That's well, an interview. Got a lot of energy. Time. That's an interview, ladies and gentlemen. That's a goddamn interview. Okay. The best that's interviews is when we don't have to say nothing. Exactly. And you learn. You, you you don't fall asleep. You learn. Everything that he said can be backed up. Everything. Yeah. I mean, I know, I know that pisses off some of you platforms. I know it. I know it. You don't want it out there. You know why? Because it's because it's truth and it hurts. It hurts. We all know that the truth hurts. You look at the what he was talking about, the rapes and Muhammad. You know, I don't know if I don't remember if it's the Hadiths or the Sunnah, but one of those books teaches you how to be just like Muhammad. Yep. Yeah. That's why there's so many rapists. Yeah. Because well, he was you, a pedo. You touched on it with Tommy. You know, like people will late, like you do a quick search and the search engines say, oh, conspiracy theorists or whatever. Every one Everything of them. I've looked into of his, he brought the receipts. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah and yeah. the guy, the guy is so correct. He doesn't. He goes into the crowd, man. He doesn't. Right. He doesn't do it from Twitter. He goes I on the street. Right. I said that. Yeah. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, he will go in front of the mosque. It's like he wake up, he eat his breakfast. He's like, "Where are you going, Tommy? I'm going down there in front of the mosque." I'm going to be like, "What?" Yeah. Was, oh, wait, wait, wait. You need security? No, I don't. Let's go. Let's go. Just get the cameras. Let's go. You know. It's like, wow, this dude. This dude. There are. There aren't many like that 
Right. That, Donald Trump is one. That, He's I, like Breitbart. But, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. You know? Ladies and gentlemen, you've been watching the Wayne Dupree podcast here on Red Voice Media. Tomorrow we're going to have Kathy Barnett. Kathy Barnett that should be senator the from Pennsylvania. Senator from Pennsylvania. I was going to say, uh, I hope she's doing a campaign announcement. I haven't seen her. I don't she, think well, she might be. I don't know. I've seen her, um, especially with Demands for Liberty. I, uh, I've seen her yeah. out there with that, too. And that um, has become a big national movement with that, too. And uh, she she used to be part of We Are America Radio. I don't know if y'all remember that. But uh, she she had a program. Oh, yeah. I forgot she, about that. She had a program. That's before we knew she was. She's right. great. Yeah. I can't wait to yeah. have her on. Yeah, she was here before. Y'all knew her. I knew her. She's a fine mama too. Um, but uh, <laughs> is she single, Wayne? Nope. Oh, yeah, she's married. You're not getting me married off, man. I'm. Ain't gonna Make ask. sure you send your love request. No, you don't. Wait. No, you don't. So, um, you know what? Do that. Do that. <laughs> Do that. I'm. I am gonna get your email out there and i'm gonna give me your email so you can <laughs> you want me to do your screening wayne to set up your dates i'll be do the it. matchmaker um okay so <laughs> ladies and gentlemen uh jay give them uh, your last thoughts real quick uh last thought folks understand it's not left versus right it's us versus them and them are the power oligarch see you tomorrow everybody thanks for tuning in god darn i look i wasn't even ready for that uh watching that clock yeah, we're watching no, the clock. I'm, I'm, we're we're yeah. over. Yeah, we are. is gonna. <laughs>